It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. Each and every Thursday at four o'clock right here, Jamila and I will do our best. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to uh, to bring you some real interesting talk about um, Bermuda's entrepreneurs. And we have one of my favorite people on the planet, really, not just on the island with us today. We're welcoming Dana Selassie who is the owner and operator of the Buna Gallery and Coffee House. Dana, what's Welcome. up? Good afternoon. Oh, Shelly, that was so sweet. <laughs> well, you know, I was just telling Jamila, like, we go way back, like, way yeah. back, you and I, yes. and how long you've been involved in production and stuff, and now here mm-hmm. you are doing what I really like, which is combining food and entertainment. So, yes, hey. Why not? See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bermuda definitely. is so small. You never mm-hmm. know who knows who, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, welcome to the show, Dana. So glad we finally got you on here. Um, and Shelly did give us a little bit of information, but we'd like to get, uh, some information from you about yourself and how you got started before we get into all the good questions. Well, I'll give you the 30 second version of me. Okay. Um, I, I guess I consider myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a media specialist. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, mother of three amazing young people, um, I grew up in Bermuda, but I left at 18, and I've lived in several different countries ever since. Um, I've worked in a wide range of areas in sort of all different areas of the media industry as a teacher, a producer, director, consultant. And I guess right now you can say I blend all of that training and experience into what I do here at Buna Gallery and Coffee House. She forgot to say filmmaker, too, though. She has been featured yes. in the oh, Bermuda and, Documentaries and Film Festival back yes. in the day. Wow. Yes. That yes. resume is long and very impressive, <laughs> dare I say. Thank you. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, usually my questions are around, well, how did you get started? And did you always want to be an entrepreneur? But it sounds like you've been kind of traveling in that space for, for a long time. Um, yeah, I have. Mm. I have, actually. Um, I would say I've always sort of worked, because I'm very nomadic, mm-hmm. and um, because of my travels and always, I thrive, I'm always in school studying something. <laughs> um, so because of that, every time I would come home, um, I would do more consultancy work. I've always had sort of like side hustles or freelance work at various stages of my career. Um, but I think I've always enjoyed the creative freedom mm-hmm. and sort of the satisfaction of seeing my own business and thrive versus putting all of my talent into other people's vision. So in that sense, I'm quite a free spirit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes sort of the structure and rigidity of traditional work is, is not really good for my soul. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Some of us don't have the, what do you call it? The, um, what is the risk? Mm-hmm. appetite yeah. to to yeah. to do that and i think that's fabulous that you've been able to kind of follow your heart and your soul in terms of doing the things that make you feel whole if if you will um so let's talk about buna gallery and coffee house first mm-hmm. of all i want to ask where did the name come from so the word buna actually means coffee mm-hmm. um it's an ethiopian word um an amharic word which means coffee and for those of you that don't know ethiopia is actually the birthplace of coffee mm-hmm. so the word literally means coffee but it also means um coming together over a cup of coffee with family and friends and just having good times 
Well, then that's apropos then. It's I think. about the ritual <laughs> yeah. of coffee. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's very appropriate um, yeah. uh, for the, the, the name of your coffee house. So I wanted to ask you specifically, t- tell us a little bit about why you started this coffee house, why it's located where it's located, and all mm-hmm. of the things that kind of drove you to opening this. Because not just a coffee house, it's a gallery, performance, yeah, space. performance space, all of that. Yeah. How did you arrive at this kind of uh, meeting of the industries, if you will? Well, as, as Shelly said, um, I'm also a filmmaker. So after I completed my, my doctorate in the UK, I've been living in the UK for about eight years. And I decided to come back and take some time and, and work on a couple of projects that I had been sort of had on the back burner for quite a while. And during that time, I got a, a media job as a media advisor for government. And so while I was doing that, I was still doing my photography on the side. And then I realized, you know, I really, really have a passion for photography and filmmaking. And I, and I need to explore that more. So I decided to open up a space that could essentially celebrate um, the work that I was doing, but also provide a venue for other Bermudians to uh, create a space of learning and engagement of art. And that sort of included music and entertainment. And the the coffee shop part was more of a secondary component. Mm -hmm. Um, I do love coffee and I love the experience of coffee um, and tequila. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my kind of girl, Dana. <laughs> you put the two together. So, you know, that was sort of the reason why that part came about because if people are coming to this space to, you know, from the production side, I have a media business in the same um, facility. Mm-hmm. If you're coming here to work on a recording or a film, or if you're in the art gallery looking at art, why not have a coffee shop component to it? Right. And so it sort of morphed and evolved into this this space that um, has definitely grown beyond what I thought it would be because initially I was planning to be in town. Right. And then COVID literally happened, um, I would say, the island shut down two weeks after I handed in my resignation and I left my job. So, oh, wow. Um, Timing is everything. Right. Yep. Yeah. So it just so happened that this space um, was owned by a family member, part owned by a family member who approached me and was just like, you know, we really need some help. Um and I said, well, I'm actually looking for a space. So it kind of worked out timing-wise. This wasn't my intended space. Mm-hmm. But then after I was here, it was like, you know what? This actually could really um, evolve into more than I thought because there is no cultural hub there isn't. in the West End. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So where I thought this would be like more of a coffee shop, snack bar, photography sort of gallery, it's, it's more, like I said, more into a cultural entertainment space and we're even taking it a step further we're going to be looking at doing some live productions for film and television here as well listen to you making all the things intersect and it's a great space and for those who don't know where the Boona gallery and coffee house is it's uh the old uh, Burroughs plumbing shop on hog bay level up in sands parish so just past maxi mart on the left there, you can't miss it. And if you haven't wandered up there yet, you might want to check it out. Might want to check it out. Just I mean, might. Yeah. 
I think it's it's great that you identified that location because you're right. You don't really get that much. It's like, what are people going? They go past there sure. to exactly. Dockyard, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's great, especially from a BDC perspective. We're always mm-hmm. trying to spread the love when it comes to helping people to establish businesses. So you wouldn't naturally think of that location for what right. it is that you're trying to do. But I do think it adds value to the community. It creates opportunities for people who would traditionally go to Hamilton to venture outside because some of the things that you've done, I think have been very unique and very uh, different than what people would typically get, let's say in Hamilton or Mm -hmm. or something like that. So on that note, can you talk about some of the things that and events that you have done uh, in the gallery? Sure. Um, Our signature event right now is called Soulful Sundays. And so the, the idea around that was to create, um, sort of a space where artists, musicians can come and perform in front of a live audience of locals and visitors, promote their artwork, promote their music, promote Bermudian culture and identity um, in a very well-curated environment. Mm-hmm. And so um, a shout-out to Shelly in that, because hey. Shelly's our sound engineer. <laughs> we have such a good time, Jamila. you got to come to the I next know. one. I want to come. you got to come. They sell out. They sell out. We, we do. We sell out. And um, I just want to, if I can, use this platform. On Sunday, March 27th is our next one. We okay. do the last Sunday of every month. Um, we do it in a series. We do like a block of four months at a time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this, this particular month is very special because we wanted to celebrate um, the idea of International Women, but Women's History Month as well. Okay. So we have um, actually all of our performers this month are brand new to our stage. So we have uh, Sinead the Flower, um, we have Shanari who, here's a weird story. So Shanari approached us at the last one, she was in the audience, and then someone from the Resonance Band came and approached us about, they were looking for a vocalist, Shanari was looking for a band, and now they've met, and they're going to perform on our stage at the next one. That so is it's so a place awesome. Of um, vibes and synergy happening here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a special guest, um, Heather Nova. She's oh, going to come cool. and play one of her songs for us. Yeah, in the spirit of International um, Women's Day and Women's History Month. That's but we also have um, Dakari. He's I was going to say, don't, don't forget yes. that amazing voice. <laughs> yes, and so Dakari's going to come and, and just contribute to the women in the audience. So, you know, that is one of our main um, our main events. But we also do uh, community art sessions. So okay. shout out to Stefan Dill. He's a great photographer who comes and, and to Hannah, Hannah Iggins. So they basically work with me. Um, and Hannah works in both the music and the art side. But Stefan in particular helps to do these community art shows. So once a month, we open up the gallery free of charge for the artists to come and put their work up, to promote their work. And we don't charge people to come in, um, but we just ask that you make um, a small contribution because we're going to be working on developing a program called Gifted Girls in Film, Television, Entertainment, and Design. So that's what, you know, those are some of the things that we have going on and some of the things that we have coming up. That's really exciting, Dana. I mean, I think 
um, like you said, you're making this place not just for your coffee and your mm-hmm. and your cakes. It's actually can become a hub, if you will, for exactly. all things. It most arts. definitely is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. creative. And it's been embraced by the neighborhood too, because you know there's yeah. residential proximity right. there. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, because you know the 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 Burroughs family and the and the shop there and Dana's aunt. Um, you know, we're so established in the community and there are longstanding homeowners and families, generational families that are around there and everyone yeah. supports it. Well, that's know? good. I mean, I don't want to take derail us, but I think sometimes that's Im- important what you're sure. saying, Shelly, because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're trying to establish businesses, if it's in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. the neighbors have to agree to allow it to yep. exist, right? Yep. And sometimes I think we get stuck and we're used to a certain thing. So mm-hmm. sometimes new may not necessarily vibe yeah. with everybody so that you were able to come in mm-hmm. and create this kind of atmosphere. I mean, everything that you're saying or sharing sounds wonderful. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the, great. The neighbors have been the neighborhood, the neighbors, the whole West End community have been extremely supportive. I mean, I would say while we were waiting for our planning approval and all of that, you know, we had to get the neighborhood buy-in, mm-hmm. and they were amazing. They were like, "Come on, when are you guys gonna open? Hurry <laughs> up right. already! Hurry up you now!" <laughs> and when we have our events, it is you know members of the neighborhood, the immediate neighborhood that come out and support. So I do want to send a shout out to the West End community, especially the people here on Hog Bay level. Um, Amazing to have the support. And, you know, I just want to do our part in creating more community events. And actually speaking about community, we do have um, Muggsy was coming here and doing dance classes for adults. And Hannah is actually doing um, introduction to ballet and tap for little girls and boys um, three to five. So it really is an art center. It really is. You really are um, taking it to the next level, which is great. Um, I think it also creates an opportunity for, like you said, the people in the community. They don't have to drive all the way to nope. Hamilton to get exactly. this this culture and this experience. So that in itself, I think, is a plus. But let's talk about you as a business owner, right? Because I think as an artist and a creative, right, you're, you're all about you. You know what you want to do. You know what works for you. But now you own this business. So how yeah. how is that different from what you're us- used to doing, whether it's working for someone else or um, just managing yourself, because now you have employees, right? So t- yeah. talk a little bit about that dynamic. I think um, when I think about me as a business owner, I think if I could put it into one word, it would be sort of the spirit of resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, There's actually three words, but yeah, resilience. <laughs> <laughs> resilience would be the word that I look at because, or or connect with, because every time I want to quit, because there are times where I want to quit, mm. and I'm just like, why am I doing this? And, uh, you know, it's it's stressful. Right. Um, I, I think of resilience, because from the start, there have been so many things that have been um, against me, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, from the whole COVID happening, yeah. just as we were about to get going, we finally got approval, you know, things happen. Um, my, my father passed away just before we launched our opening. It was just oh, a geez. number of things that were Sorry. just coming and coming and coming. And so I think being resilient is key because you have to be able to take the blows, yes. um, dust yourself off and try again mm-hmm. and then try again mm-hmm. and sometimes try again. Mm. So it, it's knowing that um, everything has a season. 
and that if right now is considered our rough time, I believe that when we have our our blossoming time, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Um, sticking to the wicket, you know, yeah. not giving up. That's a big thing. But I think as a as an owner, it's what I've learned is, and I'm still learning, is being open to being open to change. Right. Um, so what I had envisioned for this space at the very beginning, it's definitely shifted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, we think about buzzwords like pivot. Yes. Um, but it's not just pivoting. It's, it's being able to recognize when the lane you're in isn't actually working for you and shifting and then possibly looking at your business from a different lens, um, failing fast, recovering faster. Yep. Um, she sounds she can, like she's been to BEDC uh, courses, listen, doesn't she? To tell you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, uh, and that's it. Seeking help from people—that was a big thing for me. So you know, reaching out. Um, a shout out to Ray Lambert at the BEDC because I every now and then I'll send Ray a message. Ray, I need to pick your brain about something. <laughs> Ray's the that's best. Yeah, Ray's yeah, the best. Because, because you know, sometimes you think you you know what you want, and until you're in it, you're like, oh my goodness, this is so not what I thought it would be. Yes. And then, um, if there's anything that I could I could say would be being being yourself, and I know that sounds cliche, but um, not trying to be all things for all people. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do you, and yes, you may not be everyone's cup of tea, or like I said before, everyone's cup of coffee. Right. But, <laughs> But you have to, you have to, at your core, maintain who you are, and right. people will either like you and what you're doing, or they won't. Or you and find your tribe, right? Exactly. Like, you find your yeah. Tribe. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, being okay with knowing that not everybody's going to like your product or what you're doing, mm-hmm. and not everybody is on your team. So it's it's just keep going and being resilient. Back to that word again, and yeah. you know. Again, as my grandpa would say, stick to the wickets. Yep, so, and okay. and know who to call. Yeah, exactly. know who to call. I mean, Dana and I have been friends for ever so long, and it was awesome when she reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, we're trying to do this thing with live performers." And I was like, "Well, you need an audio engineer, don't you?" Exactly. You definitely exactly. do. They tried it without it once. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. Um, uh, you know, gremlins arise as they do, uh, but also I I think. I can say, like, I know my name, that yeah. um, Dana has integrity in her intent. And I think that is is uh, something that is felt by everyone who who wants to come and be a part of the team of the tribe. And so yeah. and so as long as your intent has integrity, there's like nothing you can't do. Right. Yeah, because it's there's not, nothing it's you can't not, do. It's not easy. And like I said, you may in your mind think that this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then this is how it's going to go. And it just doesn't end, end up being that way. So I think, you know, integrity is a big part. And, and that's one thing with, with the staff that, you know, I want the team to feel like they're a part of the team. And if it doesn't feel like it's a fit in that way, well, then we have to you know, pivot. Right. Uh, have another lanes, conversation. Yeah. Have Switch lanes. Conversation. That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, I think all of the things that you said are things that we try to encourage entrepreneurs to think about, right? Resiliency. I mean, COVID, I'm sure, turned everybody's world oh upside God. down, right? Yeah. And you actually launching a business on the heels of COVID, um, of the COVID outbreak is, is amazing 
that it's still here. And then you expressing how you had to change. So what you thought you were going to be doing, what you're actually doing looks completely different or, you know, relatively different. But the key to me that I think is important is that you recognize that a change needed to be made Mm, in order for you to survive. And so, yeah, I think that that is a definition of resiliency. You're like, oh, that's not working. Well, we're going to try this over here. Um, And we're still changing. We're still changing. We're still processing. So like even right now, we're we're not even the coffee shop is not even open right now. We're just doing events and rental of the gallery space. Okay. Um so we'll open the coffee shop back up on April first. So for those of you that have been asking a million times when we're gonna open back up, mm-hmm. it April first is the April day. Because it's really yeah. good coffee. There yeah. you go. Do you <laughs> so it Buna you is a Ethiopian name now. Do you are is it Ethiopian coffee? Yes, we, we focus on Ethiopian coffee, but we also do Colombian and um, Costa Rican blends as well. Okay. Um, we do a large variety of teas, and we're, we're looking to expand our tea selection. So I do a lot of uh, my own um, herbal teas as well. So like we do lemongrass and um, like a lemongrass, turmeric, those types of things. So okay. we want to incorporate when we open back up more healing teas mm-hmm. and even our menu um, just to let people know, um, one of our biggest sellers are my vegan gluten-free chocolate chip oatmeal coconut. They're amazing. So, Speaking she said from vegan experience. and gluten-free. Vegan and gluten-free. Vegan and gluten-free. Oatmeal yes. and chocolate chips. Okay. Yes. Hello. Okay. Yes. I'm going to try it. <laughs> Look, I, I'm trusting y'all because mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, that's like one of our biggest sellers. Is and it? I, I want to make sure that, you know, the vegan and... Um, gluten-free community are well represented. And that was one of the other things. When I lived in Ethiopia, I had a little uh, pop-up cafe on the side of the road called the Black Lion, and I made vegan pizzas. Really? So, yeah. That was that was my first taste of uh, running a coffee shop. Okay. So, we, you know, we were right on the side of the highway, and people would stop in the Black Lion the Black Lion Cafe, and, you know, we had our, our ITIL, so we do our ITIL pot or our, our vegetable soups. Mm-hmm. All of our soups are vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other day I did a, a lentil and kale chowder. That Ooh, was a that huge delicious. success. Yeah, yeah. It sounds delicious. And didn't Thanks. I see you advertise or, or someone advertise for Ethiopian food? Oh, yeah. So we we partnered with um, Mudai last season, and okay. we were doing injera, which is the traditional Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a flatbread. Injera Tuesdays, of, I miss them. Yep. <laughs> so we're we're looking at restructuring how we fit that in, so that we make sure we get um, we get the people that are looking for that on a regular basis. Yeah. And I would say we've also partnered with Hook. So a shout out to Fanon delivering. Okay, Fanon. Yep. Hook team. Mm-hmm. So now we deliver as well. So. Um, they also handle our ticket sales. So if you're looking for any of our shows, you can actually just go on www.hook.bm and you can get a ticket to any of our events there or order food. So when we okay. open back up, we'll be partnering again with Hook. So they that again, shifting because when people are home, no one's coming to the coffee shop. That's so right. We had, to, we had to bring food to them. Yeah, so yep. and there's know. nothing wrong with that. And it, it sounds like you're partnering partnering with other entrepreneurs too so you're sharing the love you know what i mean getting the food delivered from hooked um helps out for none right with his business exactly um so it's it's like this this holistic kind of approach to doing business nowadays it's like you can't do it alone anymore and why should you um because 
when we work together, we all win. And I just want to remind people of the event that's coming up on the Sunday, the March 27th, so they can purchase their tickets from Hooked for that event. Yep. Okay. Yes, they can. All right. So remember, get your tickets now because apparently Shelly said they sell out. So they do. <laughs> don't get your feelings. This hurt. one will definitely, because of the lineup, um, we tried yes. to have Sinead before. She has a great following here, works really hard at her craft. I'm really interested in seeing this new band. This is a new band that hasn't yeah. played out together much. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be great for nice young musicians there. Hannah is amazing. Hannah Egan as the host and, and sort yeah. of um, yeah, she, MC. She hosted something for us, one of our um, youth pitch she competitions. Is, yeah. She's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So all of that leads to a great experience. And you have to tell them about Bukila before we wrap it up. Oh, Dana. my goodness. Sally, how did I forget the Bukila? That goes so, with, this is the coffee and the tequila okay. connection, Connie. Yes, okay? So she will explain. Yeah. So so part of, part of, like I said, the part of the whole um, vibe here is creating a space to come and sit down with friends and family and all of that. My family, we're big tequila drinkers, but we also love coffee. So I've created this this coffee and tequila combination, which we call the Bukila. Okay. It is, it is like the perfect drink ever. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's one of the things that we have on our menu. It is actually our signature drink. Okay. And for those that get the VIP tickets for the event, um, you get a complimentary wine and a tequila, and you get table service and specialty seats as well for this one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And how many people um, does the, the coffee house hold? Um, well, our our occupancy is 150 for the entire venue. Okay. Um, but we only do a certain amount of seats because we want to make sure it's, it's a good experience. Right. It's a, right. Right. So I don't want to ram everybody. And then with COVID, you don't want everybody to be all up on you anyway. I sure. know. So, you didn't get the memo. COVID's over. Like, <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> almost. That's what I. <laughs> almost. I, mean, I keep looking. I'm looking yeah. at the news. I'm like, oh, I guess COVID's over and stuff like selective of the numbers um, because we wanted to we want people to enjoy themselves yes if you want to stand up in your seat and dance because because it's, it's gonna space. happen it's yeah. that kind of space <laughs> it's gonna happen i love it it sounds <laughs> awesome dana i'm really excited yeah. i remember i want to say what was it 2018 or 17 when we were at hamilton princess and we had the woman in entrepreneurship day conference and what you were you were working for it. government back then. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was from that conference. It was literally from that conference that I made the jump. Like yep. I used that like that was my marker. And I said, um, I met uh, a young lady who was also at the conference. Someone told me she was getting married, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Well, can I do your photography just to just to get myself into it?" And right. she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yes, I'm really you know really into this." And it just went maybe about three or four months later. I you did I the was, deed. I was gone. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, I got I got really sick after that conference as well. I had mm. a huge um, anxiety attack, and I didn't know what was going on at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was a huge health scare. And I realized I need to be living um, my purpose and my passion. And, yes. And and from that point on, I've just been exploring. I still I still um, work with with government. Mm -hmm. um, I I do support in a media uh, communications capacity, and I do help out in other areas. And I have a number of other clients in film and television in those areas. 
But um, Boone is like my my new baby. That's a new baby. <laughs> and yeah. look, your life saving baby too. So it's it's recognizing yes. what what works for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. And making it work for you. So maybe nine to five checking in is not the thing. But if you can lend your services and and your knowledge on a consultancy basis, which allows you to still do the creative things that you want to yeah. do mm. at Buna, then, you know, it's a win-win for you and whomever else is, has the pleasure of And it's uh, so necessary yeah. to have performance spaces here, as we've often lamented with entertainers. And, and to have this one be out of town so you're not dealing with uh, all sorts of restrictions that happen within the city or, yeah. or things like that, it really is just the best you got to come west at the end of the month, folks. You do. I'm telling you, you got to come west. I can't, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to actually, I'm traveling soon. So, uh, Shelly, you're going to get the benefit of my colleagues who <laughs> okay. will be hosting with you um, for work. But I will be back, and I am putting that on my list of things to do. Yep. For sure, because it sounds awesome, and Pencil I think I feel like I'm missing out or something. You are, you are. Just letting you know, <laughs> you would all want to not be there. for long. Listen, <laughs> I want a bakila, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dana, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, and we are looking forward to supporting you. Yep, we'll be thank there with you. bells on, babe. You know how it goes. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I and I just want to let the, the Bermuda public know we have more to come. You know, we have a lot of film projects coming. So we're going to be doing work with Thea Spence, Rashan. Um, shout out to Hafiz and Corey Miners, who are filmmakers doing big things in their areas. And so we're going to be doing a lot of work with them um, in the film space. So okay. stay tuned. All right. Well, we sure will, Dana. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. All right. Talk to you soon, Dana. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was exciting. I'm excited. I'm looking for, look, now I have something to look forward to. You right? sure do. When you I get sure back. do. Um, before we wrap up, let me just give a shout out. We have a couple of upcoming webinars mm-hmm. next week on the 23rd. Am I seeing this right? Yep. March 23rd. That's a we Wednesday. We have cybersecurity and Bermuda's critical infra- infrastructure. So that's part of that series that we've been doing. We've mm-hmm. had a couple of people come on. And then we have the Beyond Plastics webinar. Um, that's going to be talking about how you get rid of plastics. Remember, sure. we had Katie on to talk we about did, yep. the, the upcoming legislation, and that happens on the Thursday. Okay. So go on to bdc.bm, register to attend. Both are free. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure you go on hook.bm yep. to register to um, or buy your tickets for the upcoming event on the 27th at Buna Gallery and Coffee House. For sure. I look forward to seeing you all there and uh, definitely seeing Jamila there, yes. too. Okay. We've come to the bottom of the hour. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Make sure you do it all over again next week. We'll be here once again every Thursday at 4 o'clock. It's time to mind your business, because if you don't, who will? Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.